Welcome to the Gebhard Baron podcast, the podcast where curiosity has no limits. The podcast that brings you captivating stories and thought-provoking discussions. I'm Gebhard Baron. Stay with me as we break open the Word of God for your life. Hey guys, this is Gebhard Barent, and today I want to speak to you about the new weapons that the devil has launched in this final hour as he's trying to take hold of your mind and of your life. First and foremost, I want us to note that the Bible says, For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty in God for the pulling down of strongholds. I want to quote that again. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty in God for the pulling down of strongholds. The enemy has launched a brand new attack upon the body of Christ and as you as a believer. And Satan has deployed a new form of weapons in this end time like we have not seen before. These are meant to destroy your identity and your purpose and your abundant life as a believer and as a Christian. And what I want to highlight today, I want to highlight to you some of these weapons that the enemy uses in this last hour. And when I say this last hour, I'm referring to 2 Timothy chapter number 3 and verse number 1 where the Bible says in the last days. That word in the last days is the Greek word eschatos and it means in the very last of the very last breaths of the very last moments. And that is exactly where we are. Weapon number one that the enemy has launched is the weapon of disappointment. A disappointment is the deception and the emotional impression that is experienced when something does not meet the intentions or the expectations that we initially had. Disappointment is often referred to as hope postponed, which makes us lose peace due to a lack of personal fulfillment. Scripture declares that hope the first makes the heart sick, but when the desire comes, it is the tree of life. Many people are facing great disappointment right now, and we have all been disappointed. But we have also disappointed others. The enemy will always bring disappointments to our life with the clear purpose of wearing you down and wearing you out. He wants to steal your strength and he wants to take your faith. We have to understand, and this is a very, very clinical and very true point when it comes to disappointment. Every circumstance or problem has an expiration date. That's right. It does not matter what you are facing today. It will eventually expire. Disappointment is not a state in which you can remain. You have to move out of disappointment. You can ask yourself how, and I have the answer for you. You have to identify the cause of your disappointment. And once you've identified the cause of your disappointment, you have to recognize the false expectation that you might have set and you have to repent. You cannot stay in a place of disappointment because if you do, you stay in a state of disbelief. Weapon number two. One of the second most greatest weapons that Satan has launched in this final hour is criticism. To criticize is to speak badly or against what another person is doing or not doing what they say what they teach their intentions and their motives criticism is one of the greatest attacks that the enemy has launched criticism is a work of the flesh it is not something that comes from god nor that is does it have any biblical foundation or justification 
Simply put, God does not criticize, but He convicts us into a changed life and into changed conduct. But the enemy is so quickly to criticize. Criticism can open the door to a demonic spirit that contaminates not only those who are criticizing, but also all that hear. You see, criticism is designed to be a killer. In other words, when we criticize, we will most often gossip. When we gossip, we will most likely slander. Gossiping and slandering is character assassination. It doesn't matter how like nice you think it is. It doesn't matter how much justification you feel you have to criticize or to point the finger. Simply put, God does not criticize. And if Jesus Christ is the standard, then you and I cannot criticize. Criticism is also, by the way, the number one test of a, crude, a true Christian maturity. If you are not mature, criticism will destroy you and it will paralyze you. Now, I want us to understand that weapon number one that the enemy has launched is disappointment. Weapon number two that the enemy has launched is criticism. Maybe a question to ask right now, have you been disappointed? Or secondly, have you been criticized? Or have you disappointed others? Or have you criticized other people? Weapon number three. Weapon number three that we will see in this final hour is betrayal. The Bible says, and then many will be, will be offended and will betray one another and will hate one another. This is in Matthew chapter number 24 and verse number 10. Betrayal is something that happens by or through the means of offense. What we become offended by or through, we will eventually betray. You see, in Judas's case, Judas got offended of Jesus and thus led ultimately to him betraying Jesus. Here at Gebhard Barent Ministries, we aspire to teach and to educate you with the Word of God. Receive a devotional straight to your mailbox from me every Monday morning. The perfect way to start your week in the presence of God. Sign up at gebhardbaron.com forward slash weekly and hear what God is saying to you for your week ahead. With that being said, let's jump back straight back into the podcast and further our discussion. Rejection unchecked ultimately led to familiarity which led to betrayal. Many people can be touched by Jesus but they do not change. And like I said before, and I would want to say it again, even being in the company of Jesus did not change Judas. Think about the angels. One third of the angels fell and God did absolutely nothing wrong to be betrayed. Yet he got betrayed. I want us to understand that what has happened to you might have not been your responsibility. But what, not, what happens next is your responsibility. You might not have had anything to do with the pain, the hurt, the offense, or whatever has come your way. But how you respond is your responsibility. Then, weapon number four. Weapon number four is temptation. Now, temptation is one of the greatest powers that Satan has just launched against the body of Christ. Temptation is the power to seduce someone, to disobey God, and to sin against Him. We are all tempted in one way or the other. 
even what Jesus was tempted, but he sinned not. The Bible says, Blessed is the man who endures temptation, for when he has been approved, he will receive the crown of life, which the Lord has promised those who love him. James 1.12 But in this hour, we are seeing a whole other different type of temptation. The temptation to quit. The temptation to stop trusting people. The temptation to pursue other things but God's call upon your life. The temptation to stay inactive. The temptation to live but void of life. You see, the enemy wants you to be tempted. And the enemy wants you to live according to your carnal nature. It seems easy to quit. It seems better to rest. It seems easy to stop trusting. It seems more difficult to believe again. It seems easy to become inactive. It takes more faith to stay true to the cause. You see, none of the believers that went before us ever lived the lifestyle of quitting. They rather trusted God and they believed Him wholeheartedly. Weapon number five. Weapon number five that the enemy has launched in this final hour is the weapon of accusations. Accusations are the last resort of the enemy. The purpose of all accusations are, is simply to destroy your testimony, to kill your influence, to question your faith. The purpose of any accusation is to stop you from believing for what you are believing for, to stop the work of your hands, and eventually to assassinate your character. How do you break free from accusation? Well, the devil becomes frustrated when you do not respond to accusation. Whenever you respond, it means that you are still alive in the flesh and you have to crucify your flesh. Secondly, how do you stay free from accusation? You bless those that accuse you. Jesus did it. We can do it. The third thing that you do when you are accused, you stand firm in the faith. And the third, fourth thing that you can do when you are accused, you condemn every lying tongue that has risen up against you. Again, I want to maybe focus you on one very, very critical point. Our war is not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, powers, weakness of high places, and rulers of the darkness. In other words, people are never the problem. It is the spirits that work in and around and through people that are the problem. Therefore, if you've become a victim of disappointment, if you've become a victim of criticism, if you have become a victim of betrayal, a victim of temptation, or a victim of accusation, know that these things are common things in this final hour. The enemy has launched it, and gratefully so, Jesus Christ has modeled the way how to overcome it. I want us to be reminded of a fact. First and foremost is that we are not victims. I've used the word victims now a few times, but I did that very purposefully because I wanted to show you how easily minded we are to take on the mindset of a victim. We are not victims. We are overcomers in Christ Jesus. But for us to overcome the enemy's onslaught in the end, we have to die to self. True Christianity looks like a cross, it looks like blood, and it looks like sacrifice. We have to stop the Christianity that says or that wants to say these five steps leads to a blessing. Rather, we need to take on the mantle of our Lord Jesus Christ that looks like a cross. We need to die to self. We need to live according to the scriptures and obedience towards the Holy Spirit 
and live the abundant life. I pray today that you will not fall trap to these final hour temptations or weapons that the enemy has launched. I pray that you'll keep your hand to the plow. I pray, pray that you keep focus on your maker. I pray that you stay focused on the one that has called you, the faithful witness. And I pray more abundantly that you will understand according to 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse number 17, you have become a new creation when you have received Christ. The old things has gone and now the new things has come. And maybe lastly, what comes into my mind is Romans chapter number 16, verse number 20. We have to understand where the enemy belongs, and that is under our feet. The word of the Lord declares that God will soon crush Satan under our feet. That word soon is the word most definitely. So whenever you face opposition, whenever you face any of these weapons that I've just mentioned, know that God will soon crush Satan under your feet. God will definitely do it. So trust in the Lord and live free from in the enemy's attack by submitting to God and by resisting the devil effectively. If you've enjoyed today's episode, we encourage you to share it with your friends, your family and colleagues. Help us to spread the word and invite others to join us on this quest for knowledge and heaven's inspiration. As always, remember to subscribe to our podcast so you never miss an episode. And until we meet again, keep learning and pushing forward into the knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ.